The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel that you're losing the battle with looking and feeling your best? Stop! Welcome to Body Balance Talk with your host, Jeannie Schmidt, along with Lucy and Madeline. Your body has an outstanding ability to heal itself and stay healthy. It's up to you to get the process started. Now, here's the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body Balance Talk. You have all three of us on the show today. I'm Lucy. And, and I'm Madeline Hewitt, here. Here she is. and I'm Jeannie, and yes, we're all back in the saddle here. We're all three on the show, and I was just finishing up eating some mint chocolate chip ice cream before um, the show started here, so that's tasting really good. We've been really busy here in the kitchen coming up with some other great recipes, and one of them is this, um, for today, Madeline's been working on this mint chocolate chip ice cream that's actually the base is cashew and avocado and it tastes fabulous. That's going to be a recipe that we're going to be sharing coming down the road here. Yesterday, Madeline was busy in here making some mocha chip ice cream. Like, doesn't that just sound amazing? Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, Today, though, we're going to be getting back in our second and third segments here. We're going to be getting back and talking about our six steps to stubborn fat loss. But before we get into that, um, speaking of recipes, we're going to be talking about the spicy mayo that we have just come up with. Madeline has come up with that recipe. And otherwise, it's also known as green goddess dressing. So it's actually green and it tastes amazing. And it's this is not the green goddess dressing from the 60s and 70s for those of you who are around at that time. So you're thinking green goddess, that's pretty icky, that stuff you get in the bottle. And and maybe you really liked it. I don't know. But this is this is actually different from that. We just called it that because it, it's green and it kind of looks like that. But it just, it looks like it and it gives us a chance to just jump back to the past. But this recipe is very forward thinking and healthy. And the best part of it is that it's just absolutely delicious. And last night we had two of our clients, Loretta and Diane, come into our kitchen and taste it last night. And um, that one of them, they're just their eyes just popped out with a delightful flavor and texture. And these two clients of ours have been eating very well for a few years. And like us, we all appreciate and love new ways to combine food. And if you've gotten rid of all of your salad dressings and bad oils, you know, the ones that are made of canola oil and vegetable oil and salad oil and I'm wondering really what is salad oil when you see this bottle and it's called salad yeah. oil. Don't you kind of wonder? I've wondered well, too. Yes. <laughs> exactly what that is. Well, um, if you've been getting getting rid of those, and we do recommend tossing out your ketchup and barbecue sauces and pretty much all of your store-bought salad dressings. 
And so we really suggest going through your cabinets and your fridge and just get rid of all of those. Just gather them all up. And it'll be kind of a nice thing to do because the holidays are right around the corner here. And if your kitchen is all cluttered up with all this junk in there, it'll actually feel really good to just get rid of all this old stuff that you don't need. Now, you might have just purchased a salad dressing. So we're going to just recommend you get rid of that too. And if you just can't just part it with to your that, neighbors. that's what I was going to say. Give it to your neighbors or give it to somebody else because not everybody is interested in improving their health and their diets. And so if you have any people like that, they're going to be eating these things anyway. So it's not like you're doing a big disservice because if you don't give it to them, they're going to go buy it anyway. And so get rid of get rid of that stuff and start to clear out some space in your kitchen. So as we move forward into the holiday season and into the fall and into the winter, that we're going to have more space in our cabinets and in our refrigerators for other kinds of foods that will be so much more beneficial for you. So I'm just going to say it again, things like ketchup, barbecue sauces, and and any of your store-bought salad dressings, just get rid of that stuff. And there, it includes other things too, like I really like horseradish sauce, but if you look at the ingredients on there and it's some sort of a brand of horseradish sauce, that's hard to say. Horseradish 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 sauce. sauce. Yeah. (laughs) If it's some sort or some brand that you look on it and it's it's filled with high fructose corn syrup or some other kind of um, salt or there's a lot of junky ingredients people put in things, well, then get rid of that and get some other sort of high quality horseradish. Yeah. Sunflower oil would be another thing. So we just get rid of all of that stuff. And not only do these things contain unhealthy fats that lead to inflammation, but most all of these kinds of dressings and sauces contain sugar of some sort, and then also bad salts. And that's the kind of salt that your body sees as a poison. And when your body detects a poison, it dilutes it, and then you get puffy and doughy and bloated. And nobody likes that. You usually don't like the way you look, and it doesn't feel good either. And not only the way you look and feel, but that's actually doing harm and damage in your body. So we want to get rid of those. Those those would all be classified as processed foods. And I think it's really easy to overeat your food when you put that on there as well. Like even if you were just to make some really nice organic broccoli and you have some grass-fed beef and it's all good food and then you pour some type of sauce on it, it would be so easy to overeat that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And because those sauces contain these other chemicals that make you not want to stop eating. Mm-hmm. And so we recommend getting rid of any food that contains this bad salt, added sugar, and inflammatory fat. And a big category is this category of salad dressings and sauces. And also, I think it's easy to kind of ignore that because you kind of think, well, I just put a little bit on. And so you, you might be thinking, well, it's the big boxes of foods like Hostess Ho-Hos or what other things like Twinkies. <laughs> I mean, those are like Pop-Tarts. Those are obvious. Hamburger helper. 
Hamburger helper. Yeah, things like that. I think that people just go, oh, well, I know about that. But you think, what? Well, but I'm going to keep my little sauces and salad dressings. And they don't seem harmful because you just think that you only put a little bit on. But you, you end up putting on a few tablespoons or even a quarter cup onto your food. And that really, really adds up. Well, and even some of those pa- those like seasonings that are in a jar, oftentimes the first ingredients is sugar in those when uh-huh. you would think it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But it is, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're 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 actually a lot more sugary than you would really think because you think, well, no, this is a savory sauce, but there's actually a lot of sugar in those. And I just know what some of you are thinking out there. You might be thinking that some that the sal oh oh the salad dressing I have is good because mine is low fat. Or you say, oh, it's even better. I have one that's no fat salad dressing. Well, these are actually even worse. And have you picked up the bottle to look at the ingredients? I have. Yeah. Yeah. And you often see that there's even more sugar. And then not only that, because when you take the fat out, the fat is what mixes often with the flavorings and the herbs to give whatever sauce or salad dressing its flavor. And then if you take the fat out, there's really not anything left. And so it's a great choice for these companies to add MSG, MSG in some form to add flavor. And we all know that there's all kinds of these different words for MSG, like what hydrolyzed vegetable protein, mm-hmm. natural, natural flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things like that. Is dextrin one of those, Lucy? Do you know? It might be. Yeah, or that could okay. be a hidden source of soy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Madeline was mentioning about this sauce. If you put these sauces on your food, it makes you want to eat more. And often that's because of this uh, the MSG that's in there. But it's really a combination of this excess sugar, this uh, table salt that's in there, and then you add MSG, and then you just really, really can't stop eating it. Well, and uh, I have a question for both of you. So have either of you ever in your whole life found a salad dressing at the grocery store on the shelf that you would say, oh, this has, you know, it's free of all bad fats, no. it's free of sugar. Like, no. you've never found one like that, have you? No, no because even those Newman's Own ones, is that what mm-hmm. it's called? Newman's yeah. Own? And it says olive oil. And you would think, oh, this is going to be really good because this is, we're supposed to be eating olive oil. Yep. But what do you see then when you look yeah. at the label? Then you look at the back of it and read the ingredients. And the first ingredients are canola and vegetable oil. And there's either zero olive oil in it. So I'm not really sure why they even put that word on there. Or <laughs> the olive oil is way at the bottom. And then you'll also see a lot of those other ones that look almost homemade or they look local um, and they look really healthy and organic, but they usually have a lot of the salt, the bad table salts or sugar added to them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've never seen one that has all good ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then thinking about this low fat salad dressing, what Sounds kind like of like food- an oxymoron. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, got, it does kind of, doesn't it? But I mean, if you go to the grocery store and look at the shelf, at least half of the oh. dressings or more are low fat or yeah. no fat. So it's not like these don't really exist. This yeah. is most of the salad dressings. Or if you go into, um, well, like Cheesecake Factory, for instance, 
that that happens to be one of my favorite restaurants and it's not not because I order the cheesecake but they have some really good salmon there that I like and they always have broccoli that I can ask for extra servings of broccoli and so I just I love that kind of meal when I go over there but I've just noticed that they have this menu called I think it's called skinny delicious maybe yeah and it's their it's their menu for people that are wanting to cut back and I carefully looked at that because if you've been at the cheesecake factory you know that their menu is really really big it's huge yeah, yeah with a lot of pages but I actually took some time there when I was sitting there to kind of look at the different things that they had on the skinny menu versus the regular menu. And they were actually the same dishes, but the only difference is that they used no or low fat dressing on mm. things. And so what they did to make it be their skinny licious version was to take the fat out of it. And so when I saw that, I thought, okay, that would be the last thing that somebody would actually want to order. And you, you would want to put that menu away and use their regular menu. And if they weren't using a sort of fat that you wanted, like butter or olive oil, then ask them to cook it in that. But you certainly wouldn't want to be ordering these salads or these foods that are, just, that are going to be low fat. Then you're you, left with carbs and sugar. You know, the last time I was there, which is just about a week and a half ago, I actually laughed out loud when I was looking at that menu <laughs> because I just thought this is so funny because there's like, you know, uh, what is it like ragu or something? All of these pasta dishes with cheese and um, spaghetti. <laughs> and then it's on the skinny delicious menu because it's salt free or something like that. Yeah. Or like you yeah. said, it's going to be low fat. But yeah. I think, well, you're going to have low fat, but then also a whole bunch of spaghetti. Yeah. So it's just very um, interesting. So it makes it or really like difficult for chips people. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. It makes it makes it, it hard because you would, might think that, well, why don't I go in the recipe and, well, I'm trying to be healthy, so I'll I'll order something off of their healthy menu or their awesome skinny meshes menu. Yeah, and you you think that well, that's going to for sure be healthy, and you kind of trust the restaurant mm-hmm. that this is going to be a healthier option for you. When indeed you really, really, if you learn about nutrition like all of you are doing, then then you realize that's not the healthy option at all. We would certainly wouldn't want to be ordering those items. Mm-hmm. But back to this issue with a low-fat dressing, and I'm just wondering, if you think about it, what kind of food value is in low-fat dressing? And yeah, the big none. There is not food value in eating a food like that. And and what we recall is that we've been focusing on increasing our nutrition or our nutrients to ourselves. So we actually want to add nutrition. And that means every single thing that you put in your mouth should be something that's going to add nutrition to your body and not be something like low or no fat dressing that's made with what vinegar and MSG and, and water. Salad oil. And, well, there's not salad oil because it's low fat. It's low fat. So they yeah. don't have, there's no oil in there, but you go, there's no sense in eating a food like that. And we're looking for more nutrition. So why would we ever choose a salad dressing with not only no nutritional value, but it's, it's loaded with chemicals that want to make us want to eat more and more and more. And I'm wondering if you've ever noticed this phenomena of an almost uncontrollable urge to keep eating. And I said almost uncontrollable, but for really a lot of people, it is uncontrollable. It's an uncontrollable urge to keep on eating even when you're full and you're not hungry anymore. And 
have you ever had that? And then you notice how it seems to happen when you've been eating low fat. So imagine eating a salad of some sort of greens with the low fat dressing, and maybe a few carrots and cucumber slices, and then either no meat or just a bit of low fat lean chicken. And then the salad is topped with croutons. Now, do you imagine when do you get hungry after four hours, three hours? Even faster. Yeah, how about five minutes? Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you're sitting there eating that salad, and, you know, maybe there's some flavors that you like, but then you're not feeling satisfied, and then that's what makes us have to have this need to reach for chocolate chip cookies or Pop-Tarts or a bag of candy because you want to, you want to feel good, and that meal did not make you feel good. And what we're talking about here is eating foods with a high nutritional value in your meal, to not only nourish your body, but to satisfy you also and to make you feel good. All of that, but we also want it to be tasting fabulous. And so our goal for you, and did you know we have goals for you? <laughs> our, our goal for you is that you love your food. It should smell good and it should look good. It should taste good and it should make you feel better, better than you've ever felt. And so I just challenge you to ask yourself, what do you feel like? And maybe it's this moment or maybe it's just the day so far. But can you ask yourself, do you feel amazing? Do you feel better than you have in your entire life? Well, this is actually our goal for you. And you need to know that it's right there and it's within reach for you. But the point here is you have to take it a step at a time. And it takes being brave to try some new things and to be brave enough to pay attention to what you feel like. And it's that feeling that leads you to the next step. You know, I heard you say something in the nutrition class yesterday to somebody that sounded like a really, really good suggestion. And I think I overheard her saying, oh, I don't think I'm going to make any of these changes. I could never do this all. And you just said, oh, well, why don't you just try one thing? Like just make one change, one step at a time. And then maybe after that gets easy, you try another thing. And maybe after a year, you've added 10 new things. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, take it very, very slow. That's a really good point for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you might wonder, like, what what would you start with? Well, that's going to be up to you. But any of these suggestions that we come up with, you can choose for yourself. So one easy thing for people to start with is dynamic greens. So start replacing your pop and sugary drinks with dynamic greens. And that's a great flavor. I mean, it comes in five flavors, and people usually either like all of them or at the very least, they like one of them. And that's a perfect place to start to replace your pop and your sugary drinks and maybe the super caffeinated drinks with something that's actually going to bring nutrition into your body and give you a real source of energy. And another one would be maybe to make a new recipe. So when we come back for our break, we're going to start getting into this spicy mayo. And maybe that's where you start. You just say, I'm going to replace my junky mayo and my sauces with this new recipe. Yes, absolutely. And when we come back, we're also taking callers. We want to hear your questions or your comments. The number is one 866 472 We'll be back in a bit. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the Cancer Coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine, navigating the cancer maze with host Grace Goller. We'll help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Body Balance Talk. To reach us with your questions and comments, please call into the program today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at mybodybalancenutrition.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Body Balance Talk. I'm Lucy, and I'm here with Madeline and Jeannie, and we are taking callers, so call in at the number, or you can also send us an email, and I've been checking the email. If I see one from you, whether you're listening to the replay or you're listening live, we'll make sure to answer your questions. And we're just having such a great time in the studio today, and here in Minneapolis, we have another sunny day going on in October, but we were just laughing. We have these people. We're we're here in the studio and uh, we need to close the door and we put a sign on the door that says that we're in session with the radio show so people don't barge in and start laughing and making a whole lot of noise and so we have just a piece of paper that's taped up on our glass door and we've got our window cleaners in here now <laughs> and we're we're wondering if they're going <laughs> to clean right around that sign <laughs> or, <So. laughs> or will they take the sign off and <laughs> clean the <Yeah>. whole window <laughs> so I'm sure none of you know exactly what we're talking about but we just want you to know we're having such a great time with you on the show today and we're just so glad that you're listening and be sure and share the show with your friends and with your family. And we are really working on getting more and more people to tune in and listen, whether it's the archived radio shows or come come on to the show live. We just yeah. have such great information to share with people and have such a good time with all of you. Yes. And did you know that you can listen on your mobile devices? So there is a mobile app that you can download. It's Voice America Radio Station, I believe. So you can listen live on your phone in the car or listen to any of the replays. So how do you get that? Well, you, you go just... to the, if you have an Android phone, you go to the Play Store, or if you have a I... I, iPhone, where would you go, Madeline? To, to the App Store. To the App Store, and it's called, it's called Voice America Radio Station, and then you just download that, and you'd find Body Balance Talk somewhere in there and start playing it. You mean, so then you can just listen on your phone? It, mm-hmm. at, yep. Or your i 
device, uh-huh. iPad. Yeah, and that's a good point because a lot of people say, well, I don't really have time for that. But um, I do a lot of that listening to all kinds of things, these various health summits that are coming over the internet and really available to everybody. And I spend um, a fair amount of my time listening to those. And you can get in actually hours in a day listening to radio podcasts if you are listening like I do I do my infrared sauna in the morning so while I'm in there I'm listening and then as I'm getting ready and washing my face and getting dressed and showering I have that on in there and then as I'm driving into work I have that on so that that would all just be downtime so that I meaning I'm not doing anything or I'm just listening to music or daydreaming or whatever those are that's that's a way for people who say oh I don't have any time you actually have a lot of downtime in your day and anybody that drives anywhere you can just turn that on and This sort of health information, whether it's with our radio show or any other sort of health information, is so much more valuable to you than listening to a lot of this kind of junk news that you get on the radio or, um, you know, just talking kind of about, about nothing. So we really encourage you to find that and get that app so that you can easily and conveniently just listen in your car. Or people that we know, we have a lot of lakes here and they're walking and biking type of lakes. And we've heard people say, I put my headphones on and plug it into my my little device here. And as I'm going for a walk, I listen to the radio show. So these are ways to work it in. But before our break, we were talking about taking things a step at a time and about it really takes being a little bit courageous or brave to do these things. And you also, sometimes people want to have all of the answers before they start. And we encourage you to not not be like that because first off you're not ever going to have all the answers no one has all the answers ever and a lot of life is just experimentation so if you get a new recipe or another new thing to try or just try it for yourself and then trust yourself to find out if that's going to be beneficial for you or not and so I love learning new things and becoming educated but we're never going to have all of the exact details on something and we don't need all the information. We can say, well, I'm going to trust, like for instance, the dynamic greens. We're going to trust that there's not junky things in there and lead and all of this because it's been third-party tested that we can just, we don't need to know everything about that before we try it. We can just jump in and try it and see how you feel. And that's really the same with any of these things like fermented vegetables. We don't need all the information about all the bacteria and exactly what it's going to do. Try it and then see how you respond to that. And then you're going to make make that decision. And don't think that we're going to give you all the answers. And don't think that your doctor is going to make everything okay and that your doctor has all the answers. And in fact, it's going to be you that makes this happen for yourself. And it's going to be you that makes these decisions. And so it does take, again, some, cur- cur- um, some courage and to be brave to stand up and start listening to yourself, listening to your body, listening to how you feel, listening to these gut feelings you have, listening to your heart. You just have to listen, pay attention to yourself, and that's what's going to guide you to the next step. And we give you suggestions and recommendations, but it's you that's going to decide how it's going to happen for you. And so let's get back to the salad dressing topic. 
And so if you're on a journey and you're to the point where you've gotten rid of all these oils like your corn oil and soybean oil, sunflower and safflower oil, you've all either gotten rid of those in the trash or given them to somebody else who continues to want to eat those things, then once you've gotten rid of them, you're left with olive oil as a good oil for dressing. Now, you could also use things like avocado and macadamia nut oils uh, in, in, in addition to the olive oil. In sesame oil, could a little bit of that. That can also work in, in various areas. And olive oil is absolutely wonderful. And we know that we can use that on salads, which is, that's my favorite. Oh, you can just use it alone on the salad. Or if you really want that tangy sensation, then try adding some lemon juice and for both, whether it's with or without lemon juice, and you add some good Himalayan salt and some herbs and spices. And even though the olive oil is absolutely amazing and people can really tell the difference in their health when they get rid of these junk salad dressings and start using better oils, um, you be, you become to a stage where you're maybe wanting something else. And that's the stage where it becomes just absolutely delightful and fun to add in something new. And that's what we have for you today. This new healthy recipe that can be used as a salad dressing or as a dip for veggies or anything else, or as a sauce or as mayo. And we'll get into the recipe in just a moment here, but know that you can use the basic recipe and then change it up with different spices and herbs to go along with different salads that you're making, different, maybe some sort of wraps or whatever that you're making. And I want to point out that the spicy mayo or the green goddess recipe, that can be found on the studiotimeout.com blog. And we highly recommend that you sign up for the blog and subscribe to the blog so that when we post new recipes, then it's just sent right into your email box. Now, we're also putting out some great short, tiny videos on the Studio Timeout Facebook page. So if you haven't been, it's, Lucy, what is it? It's The Studio Timeout at Facebook. Is that what is it? Yes. Yep. The Studio Timeout? Yep. Facebook.com backslash the, the Studio Timeout. Yeah, so that's where you can find us on Facebook. And we like to point that out because if you're wondering what Madeline's doing all the time in the kitchen, we put these uh, very short videos. We don't want to take up your time. Yeah, they're some really are like fun. 30 seconds. Well, no, yeah, 30 seconds. Some of them are even 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. So short little videos that are going to give you previews as to what recipes that she's been working with and which recipes are going to be coming out soon on the blog. And you could even post on the Facebook page, you know, different foods or recipes that you want to see adapted for, um, you know, for healthy healthier eating. version. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so definitely comment on those videos or just post on the page to let us know what you want to see next. Mm -hmm. So let's finally, let's get into this amazing recipe. And Madeline, are you going to lead us on this one? Yes, I am. And I would recommend for anybody who's in front of their computer right now to go to studiotimeout.com, click on the blog tab, and pull up the spicy green mayo recipe so you can just follow along right now. And if you're not, um, you can look at it later or you can just write the recipe down as we're talking. But uh, this recipe is a lot simpler than you would think. It takes about five minutes to make. And the ingredients are going to be one egg, one teaspoon of mustard powder, 
half a teaspoon of Himalayan salt, half a ripe avocado, half of a cup of coconut oil. Or olive oil. Oh, yeah, olive oil, and I'm even reading it. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Half of a cup of olive oil. I think um, you've been working with so much coconut lately. Maybe that's, it's just kind of in your mind. Mm-hmm. I think so. Coconut is pretty much always on my mind. <laughs> and then two tablespoons of lemon juice, one minced garlic clove, two and a half tablespoons of chives, and a little dash of cayenne or chili powder. So um, th- that's all of your ingredients. And then you would just start by putting the egg the mustard powder, the salt, and the avocado in your Vitamix or into your blender. And just blend that up on medium speed until it's combined. And that might be like five seconds it takes to combine. Uh, Then turn your Vitamix on high and slowly pour in the olive oil. Now this can be a little bit tricky because it's easy to let it kind of splatter out that little hole in the top when it's on high. So it does work if you put it on medium or low. But just be sure that you pour in the olive oil slowly and then put that little top back on and keep it um, going until it seems like it's peaking. Like you want to turn it back up to high and just keep it going. And then, you know, after about 30 seconds or so, look in there and maybe use your spoon to check to see if like when you dip your spoon in, if it creates a peak or if it's still just really liquidy and runny, then it's not done yet. So you want to. Oh, you just have to beat it more if it's yep. not, if it doesn't hold a peak. Correct. Then you would just turn it back on to medium or high until you check again after a few seconds and it should create a peak. Then, once it's peaking, then you would add the lemon juice, the garlic, and the chives and just turn the Vitamix right back on until it's combined, which only takes a couple of seconds, like 10 seconds or so, and then it's done. And I'll let you know it will be warm right then because you've been beating it for so long. So if you don't mind if it's warm, like if you're eating it on warm food, that's fine. Otherwise, if you're going to put it on a cold salad with cold meat, you might prefer to refrigerate it for a few minutes first. Now, did you say the spices? Yes. So with this particular recipe, there's mustard powder, there's lemon juice, there's garlic, chives, and then you would use like cayenne or chili powder. And you there's you just decide how much cayenne or chili powder you'd like to use, but I would recommend with starting with just a tiny bit, like just a sprinkle, and then you taste it, and if it's not spicy enough, add a little bit more, but not anything like a half a teaspoon. That's going to be too much. <laughs> And then that garlic, it says one clove of garlic and everybody knows that there's big cloves and there's little cloves. So you're going to have to adjust that for you. If you like things pretty garlicky, um, it does make it quite garlicky with one large clove of of garlic. And if you don't like things so garlicky, but you just want to have that little bit of flavor in there, use a small clove or just a half of a clove. Mm -hmm. And if chives aren't available for you, if you can't find those, um, although they should be at your grocery store, you could also use green onions. That works too. And then you made another version of this the other day. 
Yes, I did. And if you've been following um, some of those videos on the blog or on the Facebook page, I believe we talked about lettuce wraps that are coming up. I think we did. But mm-hmm. there's going to be a lettuce wraps recipe on the blog very soon. And it um, has been my lunch for the last three days. And it's basically the best food in the whole world, I think. But um, I made this green goddess recipe in more of a Mexican flavor style. So, um I didn't add the mustard powder, and instead of chives, I used green onions, and I added, uh, what was it, Um, cilantro, about, you know, two, like, I don't know, a handful of cilantro in there. It's not going to be too specific of an amount, but about a handful in there, and um, chili flakes. That was really good. Didn't you add lime? Oh, and lime. Yep. Yes. Instead of lemon juice, I used lime juice. So, you know, you can see and that this... was really good. Yeah. I like yeah, both that was of them. Delicious. I think both versions are, are versions that pretty much everybody would like if they like dressing. Um, but it, you can see if you're somebody who has a pretty good sense of you know, measurements. And, and if you cook a lot, it's very easy to adjust the seasonings in here to what you might like. Like if you know how to use Asian seasonings, you could make it more of an Asian flavor. Or if you like something more Italian, you could easily put in basil and, and um, oregano and rosemary and some of these other flavors. Um, but if you don't know at all how to how to alter recipes, stick with what we have on the blog, and you'll like it for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's such a variety of of ways that you can use it. And one really good way is on a chopped salad. And so this is kind of thick. Like just imagine, you know, it's like a dollop, and it holds its shape. And so um, you could put this on like a loose salad for sure. It's a little tiny bit harder to mix up in there. But things like chopped salads work really well. And that would be maybe you get yourself some purple cabbage and then chop up whatever you want. Chop it into small pieces. And then romaine is a little bit stiffer than some of the other lettuces parts of that romaine is. And then you can maybe chop that up. So half of it is the purple cabbage and half of it is the chopped romaine. And then chop up some other really great things such as um, add the colors in. So you are, imagine you already have this purple cabbage and then you've got the green romaine. So we can add some red peppers and chop those into small pieces. How about some orange peppers and yellow peppers? So you really have this color rainbow colors that are going on in there and then what else you could maybe add a couple of carrots for orange yeah, and jicama would be good for jicama. some whites jicama is going to be really good in that because it's nice and crunchy um and just and it doesn't real well it's great if it carries flavor but jicama happens to not have a big flavor and you put that in there and it could be anything, cucumbers, mm-hmm. tomatoes, um, tomatoes, yeah, anything like that. And then you put some of this on there. And we would really suggest along with this, put in some meat. So one example could be some um, crock pot meat that you've made. Maybe that's chicken or it's duck or maybe you even put some lamb in there, beef, bison, any of those things, salmon, any other kinds of fish, any of that's going to be really, really great. And you don't need a whole lot of this dressing. It's extremely flavorful. 
And, and you if mix- you're if you're looking at the um, the blog in the future when you see those lettuce wraps, we have a really special way of making kind of like spicy ground beef, like you would use in a taco. That goes great on the salad too. Well, let's take our next break. So when we come back, we'll continue our conversation and we'll wrap up on the elimination diet. So those of you who have your notes from last week, you can just pull those out now. We'll be back in a moment. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Body Balance Talk. To reach us with your questions and comments, please call into the program today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at mybodybalancenutrition.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Lucy with Body Balance Talk, and I'm here with Madeline and Jeannie. And we're still laughing about those window washers over there. <laughs> They're actually washing the window around the 13 by, what are, are they 13? Like nine and a half by 11. <laughs> yeah, there's a piece of paper tight, taped up there, and they're wa- washing the door around that piece of paper. Anyway, we got to get back to our show here. And so we were talking uh, so happily, actually, about this <laughs> spicy mayo and green goddess dressing, and we were talking about how it can go on the chopped salads, and it can go on loose leaf salads as well. It's not quite doesn't lend itself quite as much to the loose leaf, but you can do it for sure. And Madeline, you had it on something that you were eating that was hot. Yeah, I really wasn't sure how that would taste on something hot, but I did it anyways. I last night I had spaghetti squash with um, some of that spicy ground beef that's meant for the uh, lettuce wraps. It's kind of like taco meat. Um, So I had spaghetti squash with that beef, and then I just decided to put a nice big dollop of that dressing on top and stir it in. It was really good, and I was actually quite surprised. I thought that it was not really going to add much, uh, like, uh, what would the word be, creaminess. I thought it wasn't going to be, you know, enough, but it really spreads around and coats, you know, 
Mm-hmm. It, it, it added a lot more than I thought it would. And the flavor was great. And it wasn't odd to have it in hot food. It worked, you know, it, it blended in perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's another great application of it. And then if anybody, I know it's fall going into winter, so um, the raw veggies maybe aren't so popular right now. But if you are having raw veggies and you like those with a dip, this can be really, really good use as a dip. And I just wonder, well, I just thought of this, what what it would be like if you had some type of really thick stew, like chili or something, and you just put a dollop on top like they do with sour cream. Ooh, that sounds delicious. That might be kind of good, but it wouldn't yeah, work in yeah. like a chicken broth that's just, you know, mm-hmm. purely yeah, liquid. Th- that would work with a really thick like tortilla chicken soup without tortillas, but mm-hmm. just that, that Mexican type of flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be really good. And and then as you can see what we're talking about, these ingredients in this were avocado, egg, and olive oil, basically. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And so all three of those have a very, very, very nourishing and good fats. Mm-hmm. And so that melds in what we we're talking about earlier about getting rid of these other salad dressings and certainly low fat ones and no fat ones. And when you use a salad dressing such as this, it gives you a variety because it's olive oil, avocado, and egg, all kinds of great fats that are going to be so good for your cell membranes and help your brain because we know most of your brain or a lot of your brain is actually made of cholesterol and of fat. And we want to have that for people to have really, really good focus and concentration And um, for all of your trillions of cells, they all have these membranes and we actually want to have good fats in them. So this is, this is going to be so good that way, but it's also going to be good because when you eat food like this, you actually feel satisfied and happy. And at the same time, it smells really good and it looks good and it tastes good. And then, and then we just all become really, really happy people when we feel so good like this. And so that's why we like to share recipes such as this with you. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to just switch into our mode of the six steps for stubborn fat loss. And one of those steps was to get rid of foods in your diet that you react poorly to. And so last week, Lucy took us through most of the elimination diet. And just essentially, we're not going to read off all those foods right now again for you. If you're interested in hearing that, you can you can just go back to the archived radio show from last week and hear that list of foods. But Um, The reason that you would want to do that is because a lot of people are reacting to foods. Like We actually haven't met anybody who doesn't have something that they're reacting negatively to. And you could be reacting negatively to foods because you might have been born that way. And just from the very, very beginning days, you would be reacting to foods. And so usually if it's going to be something like that, that's not necessarily going to be something that you could actually reverse. However, there are a lot of people now that react to pretty much almost every food and they react to chemicals in the environment. And that's a sign of having something called leaky gut, where instead of having an intact intestinal lining, some of those cells, the junctions between the cells have opened up, allowing various proteins and other kinds of things to leak through and get into your circulatory system. And then it creates this immune response. And then, so then you have that response and go, oh yeah, oh wow, I'm allergic to this, I'm allergic to that, and you're allergic to almost all foods. And so, um, and you are having that reaction definitely, but it's important to know that if that's happening for you, you want to for sure be doing the elimination diet 
and then doing some pretty serious gut healing to close in those junctions between those small intestine cells so that you don't have these food particles that are leaking through anymore. And really, you might be thinking that that's the rare person that has that going on, but we're betting that most of you listening have have leaky gut to some extent. And so it just behooves all of us to, one, find the foods that we, we react to, and for sure, get rid of ones that we already know are cause problems for people. And so if you even want to make it kind of simple, you can just even pick out ones right from the top. If you say, I don't want to make anything complicated, okay, then just pick these things out. Just go, you know what, I'm going to try it for a couple of weeks. I'm going to just try eliminating gluten. I'm going to eliminate dairy. I'm going to eliminate sugar and any sort of processed foods. And then whatever is left eat that for a while and see what you feel like. So that would be like a really simple version of an elimination diet where you don't have to have lots of lists and lists of foods where you can just start on that because we know that the dairy that we have nowadays, you can think that this is a tremendously healing food or you can also hear that, oh, dairy is really bad for people. And actually it's all true. And We're not going to get all into dairy right now, but realizing that the dairy that we have available to us in this country is a lot of damaged dairy that's been pasteurized and homogenized, and so we don't have the enzymes and the fat that's in it was either taken out or if it's homogenized, now those fat molecules are broken into something that's now inflammatory for us. And then we have trouble that we have pesticides and we have hormones in the dairy, and so Yes, that kind of dairy is causing a lot of trouble for people. And that's really most all the dairy that you can find in the store. So people find that maybe just give yourself a try and say, let me try this for a few weeks. And this is what we talked about before. You get to decide how it's going to work for you. So don't be one of those victim people and then say, well, these radio show people said that I can't have dairy. And poor me. And I can't have that. And I'm going to be a whiner. Don't be like that. Instead, take responsibility for your life and make your own decisions. And if you don't want to do this, then just choose not to do it. But if you choose to do it, you have to choose to do it in a positive manner for you and see yourself feeling better than you ever have ever in your life before. And so you you take hold of this. And so we like to tell people, we don't ever want to hear you say, oh, oh, I can't eat dairy or I can't eat gluten or I can't, you know, that's a victim mentality. Instead, if you need to say something or say it to yourself, you just say, oh, I'm choosing not to have that right now. Okay, now you're a positive person. You're in the driver's seat. You make the decisions for yourself. And then we don't put it on other people. So mm-hmm. we take that for yourself. And if, if you don't like the kind of suggestions we give you, that's great. You, you really get to decide how your life is going to go for you. We just happen to know from working with so many people that we see so many people improve when they remove gluten and dairy and sugar out from their diet. And so we just make that suggestion to you that if you're looking to feel better, maybe give that a try for yourself. And if it sounds like no food is left, it's just kind of simple to say, well, what's left is some good high quality protein sources. So that's some good meat of a whole different varieties. That's going to be eggs possibly. And that could be some good high quality protein powders. So we're going to be eating great um, sources of protein in reasonable amounts. 
And then these oils we talked about, if you just even eat this green goddess dressing and you go, wow, I got avocado, I got egg yolk in there, an egg, and I also got olive oil in there. That Those are three great fats that you can eat and have. And so, and then we add on coconut oil and coconut milk and then raw nuts and seeds. That's going to be great for you. The whole variety of vegetables to start in eating. And then limited fruits. And even if you don't eat limited fruits, if you say, oh, no, I just eat a totally processed foods diet and you go to actually eating a lot of fruit, well, that will be better than eating the whole processed diet. So knowing that there's stages for people and that we can see that people, most people react poorly to the gluten and the sugar and the dairy and the grains as well. Mm-hmm. And so we just we encourage you to just entertain that thought. And at, if, if you're going to be doing this and you take yourself off these foods for a couple of weeks, Lucy's going to just mention how you would maybe reintroduce them. H- however, we would not really recommend necessarily reintroducing some of these foods because a lot of them are junk foods. But we find some people just want to have that reinforcement about how they react to them. So, Lucy, how would that look? Sure. Well, remembering from last week, say that you did go through the whole elimination diet, that you decided to eliminate the whole list of foods, like the eggs and the nightshade vegetables and the the wheat and the dairy and all of those other ones, then you're going to add one food back at a time to see if you react to it. So I've talked to some people before who said to me, oh, Lucy, I've done that elimination diet before, and I didn't react to anything. And that was because they just eliminated the foods for three weeks, and then they just added them all back all at once. <laughs> oh, no, that would not be smart. Right. So then you, go through you all don't that know. Work. Yes, and then you don't know really what is a problem food for you. So what you would do is make a list of the foods that you want to reintroduce. So maybe you decide, I'm going to reintroduce cheese, and I'm going to reintroduce yogurt and corn chips. And we wouldn't necessarily recommend you do corn chips, but then you at least know if you're going to have something, then that's going to work or not. Or maybe I'm going to reintroduce butter. That's, That's people's favorite one to reintroduce. So you're going to make a list of all the foods you want to reintroduce and try out. And then I would recommend getting a calendar because you're going to be reintroducing one food at a time every four days. So it's helpful to have your calendar out and write down on the days on the calendar what you're going to be reintroducing. So let's say that you went through three weeks of avoiding all of these foods and now it's day one of your reintroduction and your first food is tomatoes. So you would reintroduce tomatoes in the morning at breakfast time and then some at lunch and just a normal amount So you don't have to eat five tomatoes all in one sitting, but just have maybe half a cup or however would be a normal amount for that meal. So you have those tomatoes on day one, twice that day, and then you take tomatoes back out all the way until you're completely finished reintroducing. And on day two and on day three, you're just staying with your elimination diet. So no tomatoes, no eggs, nothing else is being added back in. Then day four, you reintroduce your next food. And maybe that's going to be yogurt. 
So then you have yogurt at breakfast and some at lunch or, or noon time. And then you take the yogurt back out all the way until the end of the reintroduction. So when you're reintroducing these foods, you're paying attention to how you feel. And you might notice a response right away after you eat that food, like within 5 or 15 minutes of eating that food. Or maybe you don't notice something until later that night or the next morning or maybe not till a whole nother day by, so all the way until day three. And what might you even notice? So you might notice brain fog. That's a really common one. Brain fog or, or headache. headaches or fatigue. What about or, muscle, muscle pain or joint yes, pain? Yes, joint pain or joint stiffness. Or maybe you notice um, all of a sudden you feel like you're getting a cold. Or maybe you get a migraine or you get a rash. Something might show up for you. And if you aren't reacting to that food, then probably something isn't going to show up. But that's how you would reintroduce foods. Every four days, you reintroduce one food. And then at the end, so say you reintroduced 20 foods. Well, that's going to take you how many days? 20 times four. Is that 80? 80 days to reintroduce all of these things. And then after that 80 days is up, then you go back to your normal way of eating, but you keep out any of those foods that you reacted to. Well, it looks like it's at the end of our show today. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We always love to hear from you during the week or when you come up to us during classes. And we want to see what you think about our little Facebook videos. So go on there and see them and make comments. Yes. Thank you, everyone. I'm Lucy, and this was Madeline and Jeannie. That's our show. Thanks again for tuning in this week. Join Jeannie, Lucy, and Madeline for another edition of Body Balance Talk next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, listen to yourself and make it a healthy life ahead.